of Broncos country. Welcome back to the Broncos podcast network and YouTube for the latest edition of Broncos. Now, as always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones, and it was another busy day here at the UC health training center with the team's initial 53 man roster set. The Broncos announced more transactions. The team did not claim anyone off waivers, but added 13 players to their practice squad. Denver signed defensive lineman, McTalvin Aguim tackle Quinn Bailey, defensive lineman, Jonathan Harris, cornerback Fayon Hicks, wide receiver Kendall Hinton, quarterback Josh Johnson, outside linebacker Jonathan Kongbo, inside linebacker Kanai Maga, cornerback Jaquan McMillian, guard Natani Muti, running back Divine Azigbo, tight end Dylan Parham, and wide receiver Darius Shepard to the practice squad. Each NFL team is eligible to have 16 players on its practice squad, including six veteran players with no experience limit. So Denver will be able to sign three more players. Broncos also officially added two veterans back to their roster, defensive lineman Mike Purcell and tight end Eric Tomlinson. In a corresponding move, the team placed tight end Greg Dulcich and quarterback Michael Ojemudia on injured reserve. We heard from general manager George Payton yesterday, and he said this was a procedural move. So Purcell and Tomlinson, a big part of what we're doing. Mike's one of our core guys. You know, we didn't play him in the preseason, and, and uh, they're going to be here. They're doing a favor for the team. They're taking one for the team. In other news, the team was back at practice today and will have another practice tomorrow. We heard from head coach Nathaniel Hackett as he discussed this team's initial 53-man roster and how nice it is to have these expanded practice squads. I mean, it's it's great. I mean, I, I think that, you know, the whole NFL schedule has changed from how much we get to practice, how many, um, you know, days you get to go hard, all those things. So I think the more guys you have throughout the season to be able to develop them is so huge because this is a game uh, of health. And you always want to have people in the program that are always being able to learn just in case they have to go. I mean, even the activations is a huge thing that I'm so happy that they kept going because um, we can activate those practice squad guys. So those guys have to still practice and play like they're starters just in case anything happens. They have to be ready to go. So um, that helps. And it just gives us more time to work with more, more people. And it's going to make our the whole league more quality. And with just 12 days left until the Broncos season opener, Coach Hackett details what the schedule will look like for the players over the next couple days. I mean, we kind of try to mix it up because we still want to go ones versus ones. We want to be sure that we're getting good on good competition. So they're playing at a high level. So we'll do that today. Um, but we'll kind of mix some things in here and there and try to get in. It's, it's funny as a coach, you don't want to look at it too long because you keep thinking of more and more things that you want to do. And so you want to try to tighten it down. You don't want the game plan to get dull. So you don't want to just throw it all at the guys right away. So it's kind of a, you know, slowly throwing things in there one by one. We also heard from wide receiver Jerry Judy and quarterback Pat Sertan as they spoke to the media before practice today. They discussed the potential of this team and how the energy has shifted with that Monday night game against Seattle quickly approaching. The past couple of years have been tough, but I feel like we got the we got everything we need to be successful this year on our offense, so I'm excited to see how it goes. You could, you could tell through the energy in the locker room, we're locked in, laser focused. Um, even those guys that didn't make the team, you know, you know, we still gonna reach out to them, show them all the support, you know, because they obviously did what they had to do. They played at a high level regardless, and you know, so 
But at the end of the day, you know, it's that time of the year where we just lock in and focus on the season ahead. So, Now joining me here in the Broncos podcast studio is Broncos lead writer Eric Delala. Eric, another busy day here at the team headquarters. Yeah, that's right. Still getting the roster all put together. Yes, exactly. First things first, Broncos did not claim anyone off of waivers this morning. That seemed a little bit surprising, no? Yeah, and you know, it's hard to know exactly. Did they place any waiver claims or were they not just, yeah. were they just not awarded anybody because... You obviously have eight teams ahead of the Broncos in the waiver priority. Uh, so it's possible maybe they put a claim in on somebody and just another team ahead of them uh, took that guy first. Yeah. But I, I do think it speaks to the overall depth of this roster and where George Payton thinks it is. You know, if they if they had big concerns about where this roster was, you would think that they would have ended up with two or three waiver claims. We've certainly seen that in the past over the last couple of years with this group, just adding some depth, churning the back of the roster. You didn't see that uh, on this Wednesday. And, you know, I think that's a good sign. You look around the league and teams like the Bears picked up six different guys. And so mm-hmm. I think this says, hey, George Payton feels pretty comfortable about where this roster is. And for right now, they're willing to go into the season with who they have. The Broncos did assemble their practice squad today. They signed 13 players. I discussed, discussed who is returning earlier in this show, but... Eric, how do you feel about this group? They seem like a good group. A lot of guys returning. Yeah, I mean, everybody is uh, headed back. Yeah. Obviously, the you know the Broncos didn't claim anybody, but they also didn't have anybody claimed. And while mm-hmm. that's good for the Broncos, you also wonder, you know, is that a, a commentary on some of these guys' talent level or their potential? But I think the Broncos feel happy. They're excited to get these guys back. Um, you talk about... You know, Josh Johnson in particular, obviously, he could choose as a veteran where to resign, but to have mm-hmm. him on your practice squad and get to keep essentially all three quarterbacks from your room in the offseason is a big deal. And then you talk about Atani Muti, uh, McTelvin Aguim, Kendall Hinton, even some more, I think, developmental guys uh, like a Jonathan Kongbo, for example. You see that those guys are able to stay. Now they're able to work and get better. Um, you know, Nathaniel Hackett mentioned after, or excuse me, before practice that Brett Rippon was going to get some extra work with, they have these programs set up to help guys that don't get as many practice reps. And mm-hmm. so maybe that applies to the practice squad guys too. We'll have to see, but there's a chance for these guys to get better. And these guys are going to play at some point. That's just the way that the NFL works. You're going to have injuries. These guys can get called up to the active roster for game day. So, you know, one, two, three, four, five, however many of them are going to be contributors at some point this year. So to have guys that know the playbook that you're familiar with is a really good, really good thing to happen. You mentioned Tani Muti and Kendall Hinton. Kind of surprising they didn't get claimed, but, you know, happy they're returning. I know you talked to head coach Nathaniel Hackett before practice day and asked him about that. How excited was he to have those two guys back? Yeah, I think, again, it's just keeping guys in your system, giving them a chance to get better, oh. guys that you know, um, Maybe you didn't expect to get a McTelvin Aguim back, who was a third-round pick. Maybe you didn't expect to get Natani Muti, who was a draft pick. Kendall Hinton, who's obviously shown his ability to, to make plays in this league. Um, but the fact that the Broncos were able to keep them, it just helps those players get better. You stay in the same system. You know the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, they're going to be available to help you in games this year. Um, and the fact that you know these guys have a couple of years' experience under their belts helps too. Well, there are three spots remaining on the practice squad. What position groups do you think the team is really going to target with those openings? Yeah, you know, I think with the practice squad, you don't, 
obviously you want a certain number of players at each spot so that you can fill quickly backfill the roster if you Mm -hmm. need to on game day but they're pretty well covered I don't know maybe Seth Williams is a guy you keep an eye on he uh, has not re-signed to the practice squad but reportedly is considering several different options Mm. Um, I think the the bigger question maybe is just what what is the approach with the practice squad now with three spots left I wonder you know are there three more guys that were released or excuse me, waived that the Broncos might want to bring back? Or are you keeping these three spots open to see, okay, well let's try to bring somebody else in from outside organization, get a closer look at them. George Payton mentioned uh, the other day, one of the great things about the practice squad is you can bring guys in for a couple of weeks and see what do you have here? Are they someone that can develop or is there, you know, do they not have a future with us and kind of churn the practice squad as well? That's something he did a lot last season and so for me you know it's not necessarily a you know is it going to be a wide receiver or a cornerback or an inside linebacker it's more about are they going to stick with guys that they know or are they interested in evaluating some new talent well just 12 days remaining now until the Broncos season opener in Seattle it's quickly approaching Eric Uh, we heard earlier in the show from Pat Sertan who discussed the energy that's already shifted in the locker room with that coming up yeah that's right Uh, you know I think it's clear that these guys are locked in they're focused they know what's at stake Um, obviously we'll talk a ton I'm sure about Russell and heading back to Seattle uh, his former team but I think everyone in the building recognizes what's at stake in this game recognizes kind of the importance of going out there and starting this season on the right foot and I think you know if you're Nathaniel Hackett if you're one of these offensive players you want to go out there and prove hey this offense is going to look great even though that we didn't play in the preseason and if you're a defensive player you probably want to go out there and hit somebody because it's been a while (laughs) since you've gotten to do that so need to make the most of these next few days of practice and then uh, you know midway through next week I'm sure they'll get into their game preparations and really move forward towards Seattle. Yep, just a couple more days until they get back into that game week. Eric, appreciate your time and look forward to having you on again tomorrow. You got it. We were back inside the locker room before practice today to catch up with the players who made the initial 53-man roster yesterday. Quarterback Brett Rippon detailed how Coach Hackett texted him and what it meant to him. Got a text yesterday and from Coach Hackett and called that you know, you're supposed to come in and that's never a good sign, so... I wasn't too optimistic about the whole situation, but came in and uh, he told me the news and obviously just, you know, super excited and, uh, you know, got to call my wife right away and pretty emotional moment there for me, just not making the team out of camp the first three years. And, um, you know, just I think it goes to show continue to work hard and focus on what you can control, what you can control and good things happen. So, yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, you know, just a lot of hard work and, you know, I was telling Mike, you know, I think my main focus this camp was just control what I can control. And, you know, you hear that all the time, but it's, it becomes very hard to do when you're out here on a day-to-day basis. And, um, you know, you maybe want to look at how many reps you're getting or, um, you know, maybe the opportunities are different. But, you know, ultimately, if you can stay in the present moment and just go out there and do what you need to do, um, opportunities change. And I think, you know, that Buffalo week really kind of changed it all for me. And then I was able to get an opportunity against Minnesota. And, um you know, like I said, just couldn't be more happy. And for the 18th time in the past 19 years, a rookie college free agent has made the Broncos' initial 53-man roster. And this year, it was wide receiver Jalen Virgil. And he spoke on what that moment truly meant to him. Uh, I meant the world. It's kind of like the opposite. I was just telling him, it's like the opposite of draft day. Like, you don't want to you don't want to have your phone ring on a day like that. So it was amazing. You know, I was definitely anxious at the beginning. But um, whenever I figured out I made the team, I was very happy. So I feel like I really worked for it. And, you know, I just 
did what I can do when I was out there. And uh, the decisions were up to everybody upstairs. You know, that's out of my control. So. Well, that's all the time we have for today's edition of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in for another episode. Make sure to meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow evening for another edition. I'll see you all then.